a phrase to spark a conversation about the related media. This is your host, Jeff Blanchard, and my philosophical co-host, Eleanor Dylan. Hello, Jeff. Who is Dylan Orr? Uh, the guy I do my podcast with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Listen back to the past however many episodes, and you'll get an idea. I'll get an idea of the man behind his love of sci-fi and dystopia yeah. and that lady crush hey. or whatever her name is <laughs> yeah gina, gina carano yeah 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 um did you ever take any philosophy classes in college i did i took intro to philosophy i also took um the hell it was uh it was like something having to do with like empathy or something i can't remember what it was called um but yeah it had to do with like it's like the meaning of compassion or something like that that was like a philosophy class i needed for like a core prerequisite at the time really oh wow yeah just like could you be like can you be compassionate and just give me an a for this yeah that show some compassion yeah i mean that's what college it's just like I took, like, mythology, and I also took, like, a different, like, kind of, like, classic lit, kind of, like, Greek ethics or whatever, like, uh, it was, like, learning about the ancient hero in in classic literature or something to that effect. That's cool. I never, I I only took one philosophy class, and I, I think I played a lot of, um, you know, the... The bubble game, the match three bubble game. Uh, I played that a lot in that class. Do you have a do you, do you like philosophy? Is that something that interests you? Um, not really. No, uh, I get like, well, I like to question things. I guess I just, I don't know. It just always bored me so much. Like, I like the idea of philosophy, like questioning your being and everyone else's stuff and whatever else they did, but I I don't know, it just boils down to, like, I don't know, they boil it down so much, like, it just seems like so much for, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Did you ever read any, like, uh, those heady kind of, like, you know, novels that they would kind of assign to you in those classes? I think we just had a textbook, um, but yeah, I read like Descartes and uh, John Locke, stuff like that. I find all the kind of political uh, philosophy stuff incredibly boring. The stuff that I found interesting, I think, was all the existentialist stuff. Yeah, I think that's what I like too. Why? How? How is the GD show? Uh, and I think in the past we've kind of talked about our various kind of religious upbringings. It, has that ever played into your own personal philosophies? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like I was saying, question everything. I didn't question things as a child, so, you know, I just went along with everything I was taught in church and never really thought much about it. But as I garnered a more scientific mind, I... I wanted to break it down, like, just like philosophers want to, I don't know, break down things to the simplest sentence and whatever. I want to break down to the simplest scientific fact and get to the bottom of things. And 
I began to question things I was taught. There was one other thing, uh, because uh, it was mentioned, I heard about a podcast where they're talking about supernatural events, and I was wondering, I think we've talked about, like, you believe in aliens but not ghosts. Is that correct? With, like, <laughs> I, have, I have a theory about okay. ghosts. What though. is your theory? Um, I don't know. I think it could just be like a spectral uh, dimension or like waveforms we can't detect yet or something like that. Um, because your brain is all electronic, electric impulses. Sure. So I, I don't know if you're dead, you might like radio waves and stuff. It's just a spectrum we can't detect or have any ideas there. That yet. is like a thing in, in, I think in settings where it's like, it's like, I want to say EDM, but that's not it, obviously. But <laughs> yeah. It's like electromagnetic. That's right. Uh, Interference. So you take a bunch of yeah. drugs. And then but, you know, ways. I mean, like, there is something that is kind of, that kind of can correlate that. Yeah. It is something like EDM, but it's not that. <laughs> I was just wondering, specifically, if you had any supernatural ex- experiences. Um, okay. no. I'm, I had a wild imagination, and as a child, I think that's all I'll chalk it up to. I used to believe in it a lot then. But Do you have any... Uh, not so much more. Uh, like, believe in any, like, the Bigfoot or, like, conspiracy theory kind of things that you like? Yeah, yeah I believe in uh, cryptozoology, I believe. Uh, yeah. I Maybe Big... I don't know if Bigfoot's around anymore. I feel like it'd be really easy to find a Bigfoot unless it was just... I don't know, it was so stealthy. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah, there's a lot out there, I guess. Nessie? Um, yeah, maybe. Chupacabra? Uh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, what about you? Do you believe in the spectral uh, realm? I, I think it's interesting. Um, I don't know that I necessarily believe in, like, kind of the classical... Def, you know, kind of thought of like heaven and hell, where you're like on a big cloud, or you're in like, you know, that like a cartoon-looking hell, where it's like yeah. all brimstone. With the robot yeah, with devil. the robot devil, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that I think what I want is basically whatever you believe happens. That's what I would like. Basically, if you believe in heaven and hell, that's what happens. If you believe in Reincarnation, that's what happens. If you believe it's nothingness, that's what happens, etc. Like, that to me is cool, because I'm like, that means everyone's right and wrong. And it fulfills some type of balance that, you know, is just in life, I guess. Or should be, I suppose. Yeah, maybe when we are dead, our brain triggers... Our, I don't know, our death wish. Yeah, that'd be nice in a way. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't necessarily have any conspiracy theories that I really like have taken to, other than uh, Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people. Where do you think he went when he died? No, a lot of people. Uh, well, there's a common uh, theory that he was murdered, not committed suicide. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, seen it yeah. himself. This was just a long-running meme the whole time, yeah. guys. <laughs> this is it. Last episode, Epstein. That's right. Himself. That's, how That's it right. Ends. Now everyone's just gonna leave the podcast. 
because it got political. Yeah. Did it? I don't know. Well, Didn't really. I don't think so. It's, just, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's permeating the culture. Uh, I did have. Uh, I remembered a story that my mother told me about. Um, I told her when I was younger, I saw ghosts, and so her reaction was take me to the eye doctor, of course. Uh, <laughs> and you are going to see this. No one else is going to see this. This is apparently what happened. Uh, the doctor said, so when do you see my ghost? When do you see ghosts? And I, apparently as a child, I said, when I do this. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. It's just for you. And uh, my mother was furious, apparently. She told it to me in... Uh, <laughs> she told me that long later is like just a comical thing that happened but at the time didn't seem too happy about that oh I'm seeing ghosts yeah. right now my eyes are <laughs> shut for the listener How old uh, I was a little boy I don't know for the listener I'll describe what I did I grabbed <laughs> the sides of my eyes and pulled them towards my ears that's when I saw ghosts as a child uh, probably just as bad as my story about making tea in the bathtub yeah Yeah, that is very you must have been a very haunted child if you thought those were ghosts I don't know I don't know what my reasoning was maybe I did see ghosts when I did that I don't know but your mom for your mom to take you to the eye doctor is also pretty funny yeah I I always remembered her saying I took you to the eye doctor and I'm like, didn't take me to like a psycho, like a psychiatrist. Right, yeah. So I tell my kid, like, what kind of ghosts do you see? Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's, that's you have cool. a movie you'd like to talk about. Um. Yeah. Like I said, we're questioning. <laughs> we're moving from ghost stories to questioning, questioning our reality. Uh. You you don't like Will Ferrell? Right? Uh, I I've liked him in the past. Um, I don't yeah. know. A lot of the stuff I'm kind of like, eh. You know, it's not. Do you do you like Stranger Than I've Fiction? I've never seen it. I, I'm am aware. Oh. Of it. Yeah, it's a, his attempt at being existential, I guess. But it's yeah. Will Ferrell, he's a he's an IRS auditor, and he goes around auditing people, and it turns out that. Uh, What's that old lady's name? Who's Lily Tomlin. <laughs> I yeah. think it's Lily Tomlin. It's not Meryl Streep, I right? So. I can't remember. Okay. I didn't see the movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I saw it a lot when I did watch it. But yeah, and uh, she's writing a book, but it turns out that uh, Will Ferrell's character is the subject and he does everything that she narrates and he kind of tries to control his world and see if like the world if he makes the world happen or the world happens around him he goes to uh dustin hoffman who's like he's either a literature professor or or a philosophy professor or a philosophy of literature professor (laughs) is probably a literature professor Uh, because he hears he can hear her like narrating in his head so yeah, and they get into some existential questioning. But yeah, I liked it. It's one of Will Ferrell's more serious 
Yeah, he's only had a few, right? Yeah, he had one where he was like a cranky neighbor. I can't remember the name of that one. Um, had Rip Torn in it, I believe. He's like a divorced dad or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, and he like be friends with the new neighborhood kid or something. Uh, I don't know what else. Can't remember what else Cirrus he did. Zoolander? Is that serious? <laughs> Dead serious. <laughs> seriously it's hilarious. Talladega Nights, yeah. it's seriously about uh, race driving. Yeah. He did. Um, Have you seen that new movie's got the trailer for it with uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus? No. It, it's, I guess, based on a Swedish movie, I believe, and it has to do with a, um, a married uh, man and his wife and his kids, and they find out that an avalanche is coming towards them, and he runs away and leaves everyone behind, and then the avalanche just misses everything, so he has to deal with the consequences of, like, basically abandoning everyone, and then just being like, we were okay, no thanks to you anyway, but, yeah. Brief. Sounds pretty terrible. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember the last good movie he's been in. Yeah, I mean, he, he's kind of had like a, you know, he's in like kind of you know raunchy or just like kind of dumb slapsticky kind of movies. I don't know. I just feel like my taste has moved beyond that. Yeah, yeah, definitely slapsticky. I think one. I like just family friendly mm-hmm. stuff. Back in the day, kicking and screaming was I thought was hilarious. Where he's a kid soccer coach for Elf, everyone likes Elf. Oh yeah, everyone loves Elf. Yeah, we probably had this discussion before because we t- I talked about Elf before. <laughs> yeah, and what did you have for? A movie? Uh, I wrote down a few things. Uh, I'll brush over a couple. Uh, I wrote down the Matrix. Very philosophical. Yes. Kind of brings out the idea of the uh, singularity in a way. Um, I worked on the Truman Show, having to do with the uh, oh, idea yeah. of identity and whatnot. Everyone, you know, a Jim Carrey uh, dramatic role, one of my favorites. Um, yeah. I also wrote down the Cornetto series, having to do with uh, ideas of, um, I don't know, determinism, motivation, identity, etc. Yeah, I've only seen uh, the zombie one, Shaun of the Dead. I've seen Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. I haven't seen the third one. Oh, yeah, at World's yeah. End. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I didn't see, appreciate I probably couldn't have seen it with a philosophical eye when I watched it. it ten years ago. Yeah, I mean, it is you know, philosophical in a, you know, pseudo kind of pretentious way you know it's it it is like the idea of like who's really the zombie you know that kind of thing where it's like this idiot who's living in this kind of dumb glum day-to-day life and then there's a zombie breakout and it actually makes it interesting Hmm. did you ever see um paul or Uh, hero that's the one with the alien right yeah, right, yeah. Stupid. It was okay. bad. But it was bad because they tried to get, like, philosophical and use... It was pretty much a whole, um, like, metaphor for, like, he's an alien, so religion's just all mm-hmm. wrong. And that's what they were, like, 
using him to say pretty much the entire Paul Rudd movie. and Seth Rogen? Is that right? Seth Rogen was the voice of the alien. Uh, the alien. But then it was the uh, two Shaun of the Dead Peg guys. And Nick. Uh, yeah, the other Nick one. Guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Nick yeah. something. I believe that's correct. Nick something. He's like a huge director now, right? He did like Baby Driver. Is that the same guy? That's no, Edgar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, same yeah. guy. Yes. Yeah, and he was supposed to do Ant Man, but he left like halfway yeah. through. But he's supposed to have a. He has his own like style. It seems to work. Yeah, it seems to be a popular, popular director. He likes to do go weird. Yeah, and the Truman Show. I I, I don't know. I always liked that movie. Um, I bet if I rewatched it, it'd probably be full of you know issues, but. Um, it, it it was it was always just like a a good watchable movie. It's not like full of comedy, but it's uh, I don't know. It's just got kind of like this idea of like, do you really know what your life is? Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, it kind of challenges the idea of utopia. Yeah, like it is kind of interesting when you kind of figure out like what's going on. Like he reunites with his father. And it like has people like kind of being like, all right, like start the rain a little bit, and or there's <laughs> the part with the rain that's like following him. I remember he's like on a beach and it starts raining, but it's like just directly on oh, him. Yeah. yeah, I need to watch that again. I remember the, him trying to escape everywhere, but there's just the bridge and like there's people in hazmat suits on the other side. Like, why didn't he ever leave? Oh yeah, because he's afraid of water. Wasn't he trying to go to like some place? What was again? Fiji. Fiji. They have underwater hotel in Fiji. That's it's cool. nuts. Yeah, that's what I had. Uh, the other television show. That's one I. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is where I got into repeat territory. Oh. Lost. Okay. And it just, I think it just tries to be philosophical. I mean, it's got a character named John Locke in it. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. This is and my friend the... Soren Kierkegaard. And then uh, he, um, at one point, he has, there's like an alias for him, and it's another like uh, philosopher. This is my friend John Heidegger. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. I want to say, it wasn't Descartes, but it was... Uh, Bentham? Bentham, maybe? Something like that. But yeah, I don't know. It's, like, pseudo-philosophical, that show. Sure. That was the Man of Faith character, was John Locke. So he was always trying to find something. The the island brought us here for a reason, or whatever. I don't remember what that show's about. So much happened. It was a time-traveling island. Yeah. Uh, they were dead at some point. So, the... At the very end of the series, you find out they're in purgatory? Is that the, the end? No, I don't what? think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I've, I think they died at some point in the series. They weren't in purgatory on the island. They might have been in purgatory at a second part of the show. Like, they do flashbacks at one point, 
and then there's they do flash forwards and as the series progresses and then they start like the last season i think they do flash like alternate timeline and the alternate timeline is purgatory yeah i this is a show i never watched or got into and i knew everyone was talking about it but i was just like i have no interest in this show (laughs) and people would be like i have no idea what's going on and it was really important to people in high school and i just did not care and i kind of was like yes i'm glad i didn't get into it because it didn't seem to pay off for a lot of people it's in it dragged out for a long time and yeah. just yeah i i was okay with the ending but i don't think a lot of people got what they wanted my favorite character died in season three that was pretty heartbreaking so it's hard to go on yeah uh same with like i think x files made the same mistake where it just dragged on way too long they had all these plot lines and they just couldn't tie them up you know well enough it was just it was just greedy to do that, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what it is. It's the money. And you're a Good Place fan, right? Yeah. It's finally I, ended. Yeah, it just ended. I like the ending. I think the ending did pay off in that one. Yeah. Um, but that was a show where they were, were like, we are done. We we are writing a definitive ending. Like, we're not going to stretch it out. Yeah. So. I prefer <laughs> that. That I think is a good thing yes. to do. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It usually works out in the end. Yeah. As depressing as it is. All good things must end. Yes. Somebody yes. probably said that. It's a cliche saying. Yes. Uh, did you have any TV shows? I wrote, uh, as surprisingly, it's an anime. Um, <laughs> it's called Eden of the East. Okay. Uh, it is about a Japanese man who uh, wakes up one day with uh, amnesia. Uh, he also has a... But the only things in his possession are a cell phone and a uh, briefcase handcuffed to his wrist that has a billion yen in it. A bill, is a billion yen a lot? I think so. It seems like <laughs> it would be a lot. I think it's... it's a, it, I mean, I think a yen is more than a dollar, so still you know, a good amount of money. Oh, is it? I think okay. so. I think it's like a buck and a half. Oh. Yeah. Good conversion rate. I think. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's just, <laughs> this is a guess. But it's it's a good amount of money either way. Um, and uh, I guess him and a bunch of other people uh, are, give, are in the same scenario. And they are given the task of saving Japan. And it has to do with this thing that called Careless Monday which is a fictional event, but it had to do with um, missiles hitting Japan at the same time, uh, but uh, there were no casualties. Mm-hmm. And they were given the task of saving Japan, because apparently there was a 12th missile to be launched. And they were all kind of uh, you know, playing this little kind of survival game of just like, you know, trying to get more money, and some people are trying to do the thing and some people are just kind of wasting it on themselves um and it's just this kind of story of kind of this guy trying to find out who he is and the idea of ethics and uh you know another identity kind of story and finding out you know what people you know will really do when they're kind of faced against like you know their own greed and you know their own kind of morals and whatnot 
Mm. It's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. Why are they tasked with saving Japan? Uh, They all have kind of special knowledge. Like okay. They are kind of like, one person is kind of like a like a high-level politician. One lady is like, I think there's like someone who's a serial killer. And like they all have these kind of like weird kind of special knowledges. Gotcha. Hmm. It's a good old-fashioned team-up. Uh, they're not necessarily teaming up. There's no, oh, they don't team up. No, oh. <laughs> some of them are killing Teamwork off makes each other. Dream work, guys. Because they're all trying to. They know they each have a billion dollars, so they're like, "Well, if I kill them, <laughs> I get their billion." Oh. Yep, a lot of that stuff going on. Nice. Do you have a book? Uh, yeah, I accidentally bought this book. <laughs> um, I couldn't find it. I was looking for it. I thought I still had it. But I probably got rid of it because it's, like I said, it's confusing because it was called The Philosophy of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I thought it was going to be like a book about kind of the making and of the writing about it and everything and Joss's development. But it was literally like comparing certain characters and certain events in the series to like like analyzing it with philosophers like Descartes and stuff. Yeah, I've seen those books before. They do with like Batman and Harry Potter and a bunch of other stuff too. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know I didn't know what it was when I bought it. <laughs> I didn't understand anything or I didn't really care. Sure. But I wish I could have found it so I could have like specific examples. Um, yeah, but I, I have seen those. Those always look kind of interesting, but at the same time, I was like, kind of like, who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a bunch of books about the development of Buffy now, so that's great. I've watched enough of it anyway to get the gist of it, probably. Yeah, I mean, ethics and morals are always like the big ones, I feel like, in that kind of series. You know, yeah, like vampires having to feed to live, that kind of deal. Yeah, and like vampires with souls, so they have like regret and guilt. Um, had a lot of like women's rights philosophy in it too. Sure, I don't know. Considering like how the main character is a woman, yes, basically, yes. yeah, well, doesn't always usually doesn't happen. I guess. Yeah, oh, get go woke, get broke. That's what it is. What to say? I didn't know that was. Have you heard that? No. Yeah. yeah, a lot of movies that go woke, or get woke, go broke, whatever it is. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, if you consider the Oscars, no female directors. I was a huge snub of all around. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Parasite was a great movie, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, but did Joker really deserve 11 nominations? No, I don't think it deserved 11. Yeah. I think probably actor was, like, I don't have a problem with that from yeah. what I've seen. But, but 11 seems high, Yeah, right? so it's not even, like, a Best Picture nomination. Yeah. No, not 11. That is very high. It must have been a heavy campaign for it. Yeah. It was everywhere. And I heard the new Harley Quinn movie ate it. <laughs> Bombed, yeah. Bombed, and I blame that stupid title. <laughs> I think they retitled it. I heard too. that, I'm, and I'm like, it should never have been that. 
bullshit title. What was it? I the like Fantabulous Emancipation. Uh, oh, yeah, no. Birds of Prey and Harley and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Of, of one, one Harley, Harley Quinn. Yeah, so. Fuck that title. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now it's just called, like, Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn or something like that, right? <laughs> right, yeah. But you know me, I love a good, like, long title. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I no mean, matter what you guys... Or, yeah, no matter how I look at it, it's you guys' fault that I'm not popular. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like a good long title. Sure, but that's a good show. <laughs> Was this a good... Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this movie yet? No, I have not seen it. Okay. I have, however, seen the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh. I don't know. I feel like we're going to derail if we get into that. I don't know. Uh, you can be brief about it. I don't mind. Um, sir, uh, good kids movie. Not terrible not flaming garbage you know i've heard mostly positive reviews after they made that you know adjustment in the art style i've heard yes um, i know i was pretty upset about the adjustment in the art style and like that company went bankrupt because of that but i don't think it would have been that good if they hadn't redesigned it also (laughs) so kind of go I'm going back on my philosophy there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, do you think it really would have changed it that much? Because, I don't know. I think it would have. I think it would have been unpalatable watching that weird hedgehog creation for an hour and a half. Fair. All right. Yeah. Was there any, like, secret, uh, like, Marvel crap at the end? Yes. Oh. (laughs) Twice. I heard a rumor of what one might be, and I heard yeah. it's... Is that correct? You seeing that? You get um, what I mean? No. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to be you know, um, secretive about it. I heard it's, there's a reference to another character. There like, is, okay. yes. One of them who might be on your body. Is that correct? No. Oh, okay. No, not on my body, no. Right. No, but it's, it's an obvious one. Oh, okay. It's not like I wish there there wasn't a lot of deep cuts like Sonic deep cuts. There's maybe like one Easter egg that I found that was like eh, maybe a, a few that were obvious, but there's one like deep one I found. Green Hill Zone, <laughs> like something like yeah, yeah. Well, that was the name of the town was Green Hills. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there was uh, like at one point Robotnik's shutting fuses off or something. He's resetting fuses, and one of the boxes is labeled Badniks. Oh, that's cool. So. Yeah, that was like the deepest one I found. I don't think there was much more. How was Jim Carrey in that movie? Uh, he was just, he was 90s Jim Carrey. Sure. <laughs> and he almost immediately got in trouble after that film. You see that? Yeah. Where he said something weird to him. Like a host. No. Yeah, he said something. People took it the wrong way, and then he got mad. Oh, no. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty recent. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, I wrote down for my books, I I wrote down two actual books and one comic book, uh, The Stranger by Albert Camus. Have I read that? It sounds familiar. It's pretty short. Uh, the other one is, uh, Thus Spoke Zarathustra by Frederick Nietzsche. And the last one I wrote down, which is a comic book, Watchmen. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, The Stranger is a in an existential, you know, uh, fictional book about kind of a, a man who is this kind of uh, how do I put it? Uh, he kind of goes on a decline after his mother dies. He then uh, kills a man in a fit of rage, apparently, and is declared the Antichrist by the people around him. It, it's a wow. strange book. Um, I, I remember reading it a long time ago. Uh, I didn't really care for it, honestly. I thought it was kind of <laughs> like, eh, I don't know. It didn't really do anything for me. I don't know. I, I was trying to read a lot of books like that because I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's fancy and I need to be into that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm a pretentious person, so I'm like, oh, I need to read <laughs> pretentious books. Yeah, pretty much. Those books, Zarathustra, it is one of the, a lot of people think of it as a kind of like uh, proto-Nazi uh, kind of book because it has to do with this guy, well, this kind of idea of the Ubermach, uh, which is kind of like the ideal man, um, mm-hmm. which it was, that was, ne- supposedly that was never his intent. Uh, it, apparently that was kind of twisted over time to fit the Nazis um, oh, okay. idea, but yeah. Uh, this book, Zarathustra, is also the name of the song um, for uh, that space movie, uh, Odyssey, Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew that had a weird name that I could never remember. Yeah. And uh, Watchmen is the comic book. It has to do with uh, you know the kind of uh, normal normalization of uh, superheroes in modern culture at the time. And it had to do with like just humans doing you know kind of vigilante acts in cooperation with the government, from what it seemed like, or not. Right. Right. And there's a big giant squid. Yeah, I don't remember that. I read the book a long time ago. I don't remember yeah, Squid. That's the ending. It, I mean, was that from the the movie or the book or both? No, I took the squid out of the movie. Oh, it's in the book. Okay. And he doesn't. Uh, what's his face? The bad guy with the nipples. Um, Ozzy <laughs> Mandius or the blue yeah, guy. Ozzy Mandius. Yeah. He oh. He and Dr. Manhattan make a big giant squid blow up in the city. Yeah, I remember the intent, I think, was to basically cause peace by blaming the, like, showing the power of Dr. Manhattan, the blue guy, and kind of showing him as the kind of threat to humanity, so humanity would unite against him. I think in the book, I think it was... They showed this fake, like, I think it was a squid, but it was supposed to be like an alien or something that the Earth could unite against. Okay, yeah. It, it was false peace. Right, you know. manufactured. Yeah. And then Rorschach yeah. tried to do something about it, and he got blown up. Right. Yeah, it is like, at what length will you go for peace? Yeah. Now that's a series now on HBO, right? Yeah, I think it's over. Oh. I think it was just 
like one season mini series or whatever yeah it's a continue i think it, i guess it's a continuation of the comic book like yeah. it is it's a cool idea i like that world that they kind of like establish um I, I would really love to see a uh, a Sandman uh, kind of either movie or series, the Neil Gaiman series. Yeah, like that I think it would be incredibly hard to do because there's a lot of like reference and weird stuff in that. But yeah, it would be good. Dark. Yeah, dark I've stuff. heard that's great. I like Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Uh, do you have a song? Do I? Oh, I just. <laughs> uh, who is Dylan? Bob Dylan. Oh. I don't know. I just put it down. He, there's there's college classes about him. Sure. <laughs> right. Uh, a Rolling Stone. That's a philosophical, or like a Rolling Stone. That's a philosophical song, right? Yeah. Sure. That's a, it has to do with you know that song. I do. Yeah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it has All to right. do with identity. Like a complete unknown. Like a rolling stone. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. That's exactly where I was going. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Cool. Uh, it wasn't a placeholder or anything at all. Uh, what did you have? <laughs> all right. Fair. Uh, I... I wrote... <laughs> Mine aren't particularly great either. Uh, I wrote, Is This It? by The Strokes. Oh. Not to be confused with What Is It? No. by Faith No More. No. That song is called Epic. Oh, uh, uh, oh yeah. what is it? <laughs> yeah. What is that one? Okay. <laughs> the Strokes have a... I, I first heard this song on Mad TV. Strokes are on there, I guess. Uh, I also wrote down Modest Mouse Float On. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down the Pixies. Where is my mind? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I like all those. Sure. Do you listen to a lot of Modest Mouse? Um, not really. Heard the I, singles. Yeah, I, that pretty much is the same. I heard one that I I heard a long time ago. I could never figure out what it was. It's like oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah I like their harder stuff that doesn't typically end up being their singles at all. I didn't like them for a long time then. My, I had a few friends who listened to them, and they, I was like, oh, I don't know, a lot of their stuff is a lot harder than what they, they play. Yeah, and the Pixies, I really only know for that song. The Strokes, I've got one of their albums. I think. Yeah, I used to hate the Strokes, but now I love the Strokes. Hmm. And they're kind of lo-fi garage rock kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I like. Uh, Reptilia. That's a really good song too. That was a great song. Yeah. Great on Guitar Hero. Mm. I think that might have been what got me back into him. It's a great guitar solo. Yeah. Reptilia, uh, I kind of, I don't know why, but I kind of confuse their, at least their style with the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. I don't know. It's kind of... They're both very Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, this garage rock. Yeah. Yeah, grungy, dirty at the time. Gold Lion, great song. Yes. Um, Zero is really, like... They have a song... There's one song that mentions Sonic, but I can't remember the name of it right now. Sonic kept his ring on. And obviously Maps has been around forever. 
Oh yeah, it's like been covered a thousand times. It's such a sparse song, but it's like it is weird that so many people like it in a way. Yeah, that's not one of my favorites, but yeah, it is very popular. Still waiting for something new from them. Hmm. Yeah. How about a video game? Yeah, I have a couple. I've never played them, but I've watched uh, some walkthroughs. Uh, have you heard? I think Super Liminal is pretty new. Have you seen that? I haven't heard of that at all. Super it's, Liminal? Yeah. Uh, you t- it's like a game about perspective. Mm-hmm. So you can like pick objects up and you move them close to you. And then when you put them down, they'll be bigger mm-hmm. because like your perspective changes oh. as you pull them close. So you solve, you're solving like these puzzles by uh, using reflections and like kind of trying to shrink and grow things. Um, but it ends up kind of taking a portal turn where you're like you're in the experiment, but the ex- the cake is a lie or there's something oh. like sinister going on. Hmm. I think I have kind of vaguely heard about it. Is that fun to watch? That kind of thing? Uh, yeah, because the perspective tricks are really cool. Okay. Like, I kept seeing videos and hearing about it for a long time, but I could never remember the name of it. But then my kid was actually watching a walkthrough of the YouTuber play it. Mm. Like, oh, yes. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Sitting down watching Superliminal. Mm. But yeah, it was, it's got a very portal. I haven't seen the ending of it, but yeah. Portal-esque thing, which the other game I have, too, is uh, also similar. The Stanley Parable. I want to play that, but it it looks weird and hard. I think it's really easy. Oh. Well, there's, like, a bunch of different branching narratives, but... Uh... Yeah, it's... But, yeah, it's like a... It's a stranger... It's like a stranger-than-fiction simulator, kind of, where there's a narrator, and... He tell, he's telling you what to do, and you can do what he says, or you can do something else. Like, I think one of the first choices is go through the left... Stanley went through the left door, and then... But if you go through the left door, it's like one set path. But if you go through the right door, there's like a million branching narratives. Yeah. I, I feel like... I didn't mean like it was, you know, hard as far as difficulty, but it's like... I feel like there's a good, probably like really good ending and there's like probably a, a billion shitty like yeah you're di- you're falling into a pit of death <laughs> kind of endings uh yeah there's probably a million of those i know how to get the good ending oh, though to take the left uh it's to uh, it's spoiler uh, it's to just do everything the narrator says oh. you get the good ending that yeah, makes sense yeah yeah but i've seen the other endings where but yeah it's uh it gets to like parts where it's all about mind control or like yeah, corporate slavery and stuff like that hmm. the man and the nine to five grind and being controlled by society have you ever i i know we've talked about kind of like walking simulators before have you ever gotten into those yet ever? no not yet um yeah a lot of a lot of them are on pc i think not exactly. I just uh, I just beat one uh, called What Remains of Edith, Edith Finch. Oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah. a few hours long, and it was on my PS4 as a free game. Not back. That's cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, I haven't played any. I just got uh the the EA, which I know EA leaves a lot of bad tastes in people's mouth, but the EA subscription, whatever. Cool. So a lot of new games in my library right now. Yeah. Probably some walking ones. Feel like that's not EA's bag. Uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of surprises on there though. Uh have you ever played Portal? Yes. Okay. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah, I beat Portal in like a day, I think. Yeah, I know people love the that. The first game. one's yeah, really fast. Yeah. It's cause I, then there's a lot of like there's also a bunch of college like courses on that too. It's very philosophical and like questioning AI and yeah, self awareness. Yeah. Being a rat in a maze kind of mouse. Mouse? No, rat. Lab rat. I think it's rat. Yeah, I hear it's pretty funny and like well, well written. Too. It is. Yeah, it's very well written. Yeah. The second one's really funny. It's longer, but there's more characters. And they're all, they're all really funny. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down two, but considering that you named them, I thought of. Uh, I, I wrote down a uh, Mass Effect because that has a lot of kind of like heady moral choices that you can have to kind right. of the game. Like, it's like, well, if you make this choice, you doom a race, but you help yourself. But if you make this choice, you doom a race and you help yourself. Like, that's those are the choices. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've never played Mass Effect. Yeah. Any of them. Uh, I wrote down Bioshock. Uh, the, the whole trilogy has a lot of, to do with, like, kind of objectivism and, like, you know, thoughts about three, uh, free will and whatnot. Uh, there's a kind of uh, a clash with this with the guy who kind of is like a narrator. But he's kind of giving you directions, but he's kind of like mm. doing a spoiler alert for this really old game, doing this Pavlovian thing, where he's kind of like uh-huh. teaching you to obey a certain phrase yeah. every time. Uh, I also thought of Super Hot when you said Super Liminal. Which, there is a plot to it, and it is kind of like this. Have you ever played Super Hot? I've watched a lot of plays of it. Yeah, that's a fun game. It's kind of got a cool... The world moves when you move, but when you stop, the world stops. Kind of mechanic. Yeah, I think that's a really cool mechanic. Uh, And there is like somewhat of a story to it that I had a hard time kind of figuring out. Because like towards the end, you're like... It is this kind of, like, it's a friend sending you this game to play, and you're playing the simulation. But towards the end of the simulation, it kind of goes rogue, and what you see is, like, you attacking the person creating the simulation, which is you. (laughs) It's very strange. Yeah, it's heady. It's very strange. So do, like, the graphics change and everything? Uh, like, you get new kind of techniques and stuff like that. Um, But one of the last things you do is you... The idea is that you're a guy in VR doing this game. Right, because it's all like wireframe people, right? Yeah. And one of the last things you do is the kind of character you've been playing is shoot a guy in a chair in in VR. It's it's (laughs) very like, ugh. (laughs) So it's like, I'm shooting myself. Like, I'm standing over to the left here. Very weird. That is odd. That's... I'll have to play that. I think it's on that EA thing. Yeah, it's good. Nice. A lot of time spent in that. Yeah, I didn't really got realize it got like 
so mind bender at the end. Yeah. I do like, I, I kind of, I've never really had any interest in VR before, but that right. looks like it would be fun in VR. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Grabbing swords off shelves yeah. and deflecting bullets, whatever. Yeah. Or like some games I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know, like Resident Evil, I've never really cared for those series, but that in VR with Skyrim VR. Oh, Resident Evil would be too scary. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Or um, like Mr. X popping out or whatever. One cool one I saw playthrough was the um, Star Trek one where they had like five VR, oh, yeah. five when people you're, like on the bridge. Yeah, the yeah. bridge uh, command or whatever it is, and they have. Like, I'd be into that. That'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah when I flew the Millennium Falcon. I was so into that. I got like the lamest position, which was like engineer. I was just like, I just get to flip all the switches. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty much the same thing, except, like, there's five other people next to you in, like, VR. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I watched, uh, like, a couple of some cast members from various Star Trek series, like, play it when it first came out. Oh, cool. It's pretty awesome. And I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jordy Lavar Burton. Yeah. Randy Rainbow guy. He, uh, he was, like, super into it. He was, like, right back in character. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I had. Oh, do I? Then we're gonna get into this philosophical show. Yeah, speaking of mind bending, mind f of a show. Yeah, another one. Uh, I watched Paranoia Agent for this anime. Um, did you watch it too? Uh, I've seen. I haven't finished it, but I'm like, I'm like halfway through. Yeah, I saw there were watched episodes, and yeah, um, yeah. Uh, this show, first of all, the opening to this show is so damn weird. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> it's just this weird song. I saw the, I watched the the sub the first episode, yeah. and I can't remember the lyrics to it, but it it was also it was bizarre as it sounds too. Yes, it's just like this weird kind of chanty song it's kind of it sounds like, like that um time. like uh, return to innocence or something like that by enigma that old 90s song or something i can't recall i just know it goes why yeah that's the one yeah okay that's how it somewhat goes um yeah, so weird, and it's just like weird zoom outs of characters I hadn't even like gotten to know yet because it, it takes a while to get to know each of the characters in the show. It's There's very episodic, yeah. As far as its focus, yeah, and yeah, like the first episode is all about one girl, one woman as a victim, and then like you don't meet the next two kids until episode two, and then you meet this lady who's got dual personality yeah in episode three um so yeah just i don't know i couldn't i didn't know what i was getting into watching it uh from the opening credits just like there's also an old man on the moon that isn't really integral to the plot yet yeah. i guess and the the video of the opening is just people laughing it's just yeah, people laughing. just everyone laughing and these like zoom out of yeah, kind of zooming out of all these people in weird landscapes. Yeah. The ending is just people sleeping. 
watching yes. anything. Also kind of yeah. creepy. That one I didn't mind so much. <laughs> it was calming, at least. But yeah, uh, it starts out with Hasukiko. Where's he at? She's created this like worldwide, or at least Japan-wide, phenomenon. Maroni. Maromi? Uh, Maroni or Ramon? Ramoni. The Ramones. Yeah. She's part of the Ramones. Uh, no, it's a little dog mascot. Yeah. Hello Kitty style, kind of. Uh she's under pressure to make the next big character and all this pressure gets to her and one day she gets assaulted by a bat slugger a bat wielding (laughs) little boy on roller skates exactly with a baseball cap yeah takes her a while to recall who attacked her but finally comes back to her and so yeah everyone's kind of suspicious everyone's on high alert by this assault like oh, an elementary school kid beating up just assaulting people in the street uh maybe she's making it up blah 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 true gaslighting this victim of assault yeah. <laughs> and, um when you say assault you mean uh he hits her with a bat he's not doing anything yeah okay i just wanted people to know that for sure okay yeah not, yeah. not sexual assault yeah. no just assault assault yeah. battery yeah um uh, yeah, and then uh, next episode we meet this kid. Oh, what's the boy's name? Ichi. Ichi, right? yeah. Ichi the winner, number one. Number one. Yeah. He's number one in elementary school. He's a badass. Every time he smiles, it dings. Yeah. There's a shine to his smile. He's running for student council. He's on top of the world. But he also likes to rollerblade around town and play baseball. So he's also suspect number one at the top of the list. And his classmates start to turn against him. Ichi starts to blame it on this. Uh, he starts to body shame this kid who uh, moved from the country, yep. and uh, he blames it on him because uh, he's he's also running for student council and he's moving up the ranks now. But um, what's his name? Is it is it Ushi? That, Ushi? That, uh, yeah, I think it's Ushi or Ushi. Yeah, Ushi. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's just trying to be friendly to Ichi. He's like, I don't want people to blame it on you. And there's this big misunderstanding, and Ichi's just going insane, and he's getting blamed, and people are turning against him. Um, and he starts to want, he wants Ushi to be the next assault victim. And what do you know? Ushi gets not sexually assaulted, but assaulted by a bat. Yes. Not sexually. With, um, by Lil Slugger again. Yep. I put tables turned. Ichi also gets assaulted. Yeah. Right. Battery assaulted. Battery. <laughs> by Lil Slugger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so super high alert now. And now Ichi's not suspect number one anymore. And now we also we have learned about his tutor. I can't remember her name. I know Mimi. Mimi is, but his tutor is also the focus of episode three, who turns out to be this, like I said before, dual personality woman who is a tutor by day and is getting married to her coworker suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and living this normal life, tutoring Ichi, but 
uh, a sex worker by night That's named right. Mimi. She puts on a fake mole and a wig and uh, works for some agency and gets some, makes some profit. And yeah, it's about, yeah, her struggle between trying to banish Mimi while she's getting married and uh, she thought she keeps thinking she's getting rid of Mimi, but ends up not. And again, wishing harm on another person. It's assault. The inner turmoil brings out a little slugger, and he he assaults one of them, or well, I guess essentially both of them. It's only one body. But boom, little slugger strikes again. Cops don't know where to go. Don't know what's going on. All they have is it's this elementary school kid with a bat and skates and that's that was all I watched yeah um I definitely I did read ahead though to see if it was worth watching anymore I don't I, I don't I think I'd be pretty disappointed with the ending if I stayed with it oh so you read the ending yeah okay <laughs> yeah I that I was also disappointed I'm like oh really that's it okay yeah so you know how it ends yeah, too yeah or being coy about this, but people can probably tell. Maybe, yeah. maybe, but it's like that is strange. Like that's how it is resolved. Like that is the yes. solution to this. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it gets philosophical. It's a manifestation of something. Yeah. Basically, people's yeah. fear, essentially, more or less. Yeah, and guilt or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh yeah, I think I would have been disappointed. I was interested. I but I don't know. I don't I wasn't invested in Lil Slugger that much, I guess. The mystery of Lil Slugger. Yeah. Cuz it kind of just they don't really play up this any supernatural bit in the beginning. Just kind of that where he's a phantom, where is he? But he's fast. He's on rollerblades. He could just be a normal kid. So yeah, that it's uh it's an Anna no for me on on paranoid agent. whatever a paranoid agent. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Uh, so now what's this guy? I'm trying to remember other stuff he's done. This guy also is responsible for uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Perfect Blue. General of the Wolf Brigade, Millennium Actress. He's done a bunch of cool stuff. Paprika. Oh, I want to see Paprika. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, all of his stuff is super trippy and odd. Uh, yeah. Oh, I guess he died in 2010. Yeah, I really wanted to see... Um... Paprika. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've heard it's really because good. it looked trippy as hell. Yeah, I've heard. Um, I've heard a lot of his stuff is really good. I've heard Tokyo Godfathers is really good too. Perfect Blue, I hear that's really trippy. It's about, I think, someone with a kind of uh, thing relating to guilt and multiple personalities and whatnot. Hmm. Oh, I do like that. That was probably my favorite episode out of. Paranoid agent was the schizophrenic lady. There's one um, later on that's very kind of interesting. It's the detectives 
they catch this guy who's claiming he's a slugger. And they, uh-huh. and uh, uh, I think it's episode like four. I don't think it's that far ahead. And he kind of goes on this weird like D and D journey, and it's like these two like detectives following him into like this weird other world. It's kind of interesting visually. Like he's like yeah, dressed as like so. a knight, and like one of the guys is kind of dressed, uh, you know, in his normal garb, and the other guy who's kind of like following him, like as far as his like thought process is kind of transforming into this kind of other garb. It's a you know. Strange. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they played around with like stretchy, weird people at one, a couple points. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did they show the guy on the sidewalk doing like the uh, beautiful mind, like calculations? Yeah, a couple of times. The police always drive over. Him. Yeah. 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 Where the old man on the moon? Like, what? Do you know what's up with him? Uh, I think it just has to do with. The idea of like conspiracy and what and whatnot, maybe I don't know. I don't fully understand the, uh, the implications of it. <laughs> Me neither. But yeah, that's yeah. I'm not. I'd like to finish this series, but I'm. I'm also kind of like, eh, I've put it off for a while. <laughs> not worth it. For the amount of crap I watch, I can watch this too. <laughs> I just I mean, if you got the time. Yeah, I've got plenty of time. something new, I guess, too. I mean, considering I just watched, uh, I just finished my sister came. I think I can watch the rest of this. <laughs> Ew, gross. I kind of liked it. <laughs> it. I remember you telling me what it was about. It doesn't sound it, it. The plot's not as bad as it sounds, or something. I think you would be fine with it. It's uh, it's very short. That's the best. They have a handful of series. Um, that like the whole episode is uh, under five minutes. Oh. Yeah, there are a handful of series that are like that. Recorder and microdoses. Yeah. Recorder and Ransell, My sister came. Um, also, what's another one? Sitting next to Tonari Kuruko. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Bite sized. Yeah. Anime. Alright. Well, it just. That's terrible. It's so silly. Alright. Well, on that note, yeah. like, like, can we go anywhere from there? Um, you can. Sure. Do you have any. Do you know what happens when you die? Email us. Show at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash WholeGDShow. We're on Twitter at WholeGDShow. Caleb O'Ryan does our music. You can find him on Spotify and streaming services. Rate and review us. Uh, You can find our archive on uh, WholeGDShow.podbean.com. I haven't been plugging that one lately. There it is. Uh, that was everything, right? Yes. Great review us. Said that. Yes. Do it again. Do it twice. Yeah. Uh, Tell your friends to listen. Yeah, do that one especially. Help us get work for real, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah cool. So you can hear ads. Don't you want to hear ads? Yeah, guys. I don't want to hear ads. That means we've made it. Once you start hearing ads on here, so. sure. Don't you want to get like 
know, me undies or something like that. Yeah, or uh, bonobos. I haven't heard those ones. No. Um, I hear a lot of Casper mattress. Sure. Oh, and yeah, don't you want to buy groceries online <laughs> or like have meals delivered? Sure. Yeah. Meal prep ones. I hear those all the time. And you can find. I'm not saying the name of them until you start paying me, though. <laughs> You can find me at Rewriter Show for Twitter and Instagram doing art and jokes and whatnot. Uh, working on the YouTube, I'm not particularly motivated. YouTube's hard. Sure. Now they, you can't even, I think if you're like on kids' YouTube or you mark your videos kids friendly, you can't say like, like and subscribe anymore. No. I don't know. I might have misread that. I was trying to gather what the YouTube comments were telling me. They can't monetize kids' YouTube somehow, or it's really hard to now. Understand? <laughs> Fuck you. We're not kid friendly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just had to say something not kid friendly, so we don't get put on kids' YouTube. All right. All right. You can <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you, GD listeners, in the next GD episode. Later.